Hello. Here we are. Hey, we're back. We're back. I know we've said that what, like (laughs) two or three other times? Yeah, like four, five. It's so funny. I was like, should I do my intro, my Eminem song? But I'm like, no, because I already did that. And people are going to be like, all right, you're back, but then you're going to be gone again. So be quiet. (laughs) No, we're going to try. We're going to really try. No. Yeah, I agree. Um, Even though I am super far away, obviously, like almost 2000 miles away from you, um, all the way in Florida since, you know, I relocated to what's called the shun the sunshine state here we are and you're still in good old wisconsin good old wisconsin <laughs> i'm gonna be but, here for the rest of my life i mean there's nothing wrong with that though <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like i mean you saw my you saw my instagram uh story the other day how i got homesick and i'm like oh i, I know. miss it i know every time i drive past your old house i'm like i hate her oh isn't I it don't. just it's so weird though to like to not be there after living there for 27 years like to all of a sudden just be gone it's just the oddest thing I know Um, I can just imagine but you know it'll be fine I have to give it a chance that's for sure I mean not that I I hate it right now it's just like you know I've only been here a month yeah exactly it's a change Um, and I mean you deserved it I mean if I were in your situation I would have done the same thing I would have left like, there's nothing holding you back. Why not, you know? Yeah. And uh, one of my coworkers, she said to me, she was like, I give you a lot of credit for doing what you're doing. She was like, you're so strong to be able to pick up and leave, mm-hmm. like, literally across the United States with your kid and, like, yeah. start pretty much brand new. And I'm like, right. oh, my God, stop. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and you did it at such a good time, too, I think, because he's still so little that he it's not like you're ripping him away from the school or like from friends where he's gonna start school and it's gonna be new to him anyways does that make sense yeah no I get exactly what you mean it's just one of those things where when is he gonna start school with COVID (laughs) going on you know I know yeah um but it's like I want him I want him to be in school but I'm also not willing to put his health at risk just because I want him out of the house to go to school you know what Mm -hmm. I mean oh yeah for sure I think that's how all parents are right now especially if they've been (laughs) well I mean Delani's been homeschooling since March Mm -hmm. mid mid, beginning of March I think and um it was hard getting her like in the routine because she would literally wake up like four minutes before she had to log in and I'd be like dude you can't do that because then she would quickly log in and then get ready and then start doing her work I'm like you have to like I mean it's not where she has to have anything due at a certain time but like in the morning but still I'm like you need to get ready for this day so you feel because I feel like once your teeth is brushed your mouth I mean yeah your teeth are brushed your face is washed and you're at your desk it's different when you're just like there all groggy and I don't know. She had to feel like she wasn't getting motivated, just not having a routine. Yeah. And I think that's something that's really important too. like, even though you're at home, you want to keep your kids to have that routine. Cause like, what if they do end up going back to school? Once the mm-hmm. new school year starts, they're going to be out of the swing of it. And it's like, okay, so during the week, you're going to keep your routine. Nothing yeah. is going to change. Yeah. I, yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. And that's so important. Um, it is. But let's talk about the bigger thing here. You are pregnant with your third kid. Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> a different baby dad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you make it sound like it's like my 10th kid. No, but that's what it feels like, honestly. It's, it's, cr- well, I mean, when I was younger, I used to think like, oh yeah, I want five kids. Like that's nothing. But like, mm-hmm. even when I see someone with two or three kids, I'm like, dang, like I give you credit. Cause I mean, as a parent, you know how hard it is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's cause my mom has six, like we came from a family of six kids and because I never ever had my own room I would always be like six is too many I'll self settle for four <laughs> now I'm like yeah we're done after this one <laughs> I mean are you 100% sure that you're done is he okay with yeah. that now too yeah I mean he always jokes about it and says like oh one more but I'm like no because at this point if we were to even consider having another one uh-huh. we would first have to consider a new house and I'm like I just don't want to give it up yet like it's just not and then I always said I wanted to be done having kids by the time I was 30 and that's just like my personal preferences because Mm -hmm. I want them I want to still be able to travel with my kids when they're older I want to still be able to like do things just Jose and I and um I feel like 30 is a good cutoff date especially because I started so soon Mm -hmm. um that I'm like no it's fine like three is a good number yeah for me me personally yeah and I mean plus you have you're gonna have your boy too you know I know so I still can't believe it honestly that's so cool I can't wait because it's gonna be so interesting and I ah that's another thing like I wish I was there to see you how you are as a boy mom um it's it's obviously a lot different because you're so used to just having girls you know and then like the topic you brought up the other day about like teaching like your kids consent and then like I am I have always just had to raise my daughters to be like strong and independent and you know like you don't have if you don't want to do something you don't have to but like how do I teach a boy to be a feminist is like it's I feel like it's going to be so hard to me but I that's like my main goal I don't want to treat him differently and then obviously coming being Mexican um there's the machismo like culture and I'm like yeah no we're not doing that and um just it's a lot I'm I'm, I'm like not scared because I know I can do it but at the same time I'm just like it's gonna be so different yeah it is going to be very different right and we've already had to like consider different things that we didn't have to with daughters like are we gonna circumcise or not and I've been like reading and reading and reading and we still don't know Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's very different I think yeah I mean that's totally up to you and it's that's probably one of the harder things when you have a boy because like you look at it from sometimes a religious standpoint and then you look at it as like a hygiene standpoint um yeah well I've looked at it from the hygiene standpoint and then people say like two totally different things that oh yeah my son got so many infections and he had to get it when he was four and five and he it was torture I wish I would have done it when he was a baby but then there's other ones that say like um I wish I would have never done it because it takes away some of their like feeling their sensation I guess Mm -hmm. and I'm like well that would suck I would hate to be the reason and especially if it's like botched or something I don't know it's it's a lot yeah um and I can't exactly say like 
the the whole feeling thing like it takes away their feeling like I have heard that but it's like at the same time I'm sorry but if a guy is being intimate with someone they really don't care and I'm assuming that they still feel it no matter what but I don't know I guess I guess that's just something to think about um have you ever seen videos of how they circumcise not even necessarily like the procedure itself but like they literally like strapped them down to this little miniature sized table. Yeah. And I, when crazy? I saw that, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> like, I know he'll forget within it. Like as soon as it's healed and he'll be so small that mm-hmm. when he's an adult, he's not going to remember a thing, but it's still like, I'm like, I can imagine having like being the reason that my baby is strapped down. I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's crazy. I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And the thing is, is like also when he's growing up, then you're going to have to make sure that he's cleaning it properly then, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, boys like they even have a hard time wiping their own butt by themselves. Right. Oh, my God. Well, any kid, actually. But especially. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, I mean, welcome to being finally a boy mom. You're a boy and a girl mom. Look at that. I always thought I would just be a girl mom. So yeah, I'm excited. Did you really think that you were going to have another girl this time? I really did. Yeah. Like a part of me because I had been buying stuff, not a lot, but I bought like two boy things. And I don't know if it was, I was like, cause when I bought it, I'm like, it's so cute. If anything, I'll just return it. But I feel like deep down I knew, like I had a feeling but I would never admit to it because I remember people would be like, you have to have a gut feeling. Like you don't feel anything like what you're going to have. And I didn't want to be like, yeah, I, I kind of feel like I'm having a boy, but then it was still the girl. I would feel like really dumb. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but like deep down, I kind of did feel it. Like I was having a boy, but um, I still like when we got, cause we opened the, the envelope together. When I saw it, I was still like, no freaking way (laughs) (laughs) that was so crazy right you're like oh my god it's actually real like I'm 100% having a boy yeah yeah Um, and it's it's like I've still had people like um at work the other day um one of the janitors he was like um oh so you're having a girl and I was like no I'm having a boy and he was like oh weird you're carrying a little different and I was like Oh crap! What if I had, end up having another? Not that it would be bad to have another girl, but I have everything for a boy. Yeah. Oh and um, I've had two people say that to me so far. Oh my god! Tell them to just be quiet and let you live your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god! I'd be like, oh, oh my god, just leave me alone. What is mm-hmm. so now that you're gonna have a boy? What has been your biggest worry or fear? Um that I'll treat him differently than they do the girls or that Jose will treat him differently than he does than he does the girls or that I won't that he won't be like a feminist like he won't be a like I don't know I just don't want to raise a typical Mexican machista machista and I know that sounds so bad but it's like I that's my biggest because my mom definitely for sure treated my brothers differently than she did us Mm -hmm. and um I don't blame her for it because in the long run most of the girls we ended up going like we felt like we needed to be independent I feel like she didn't want us to like she didn't want to she treated us differently because she needed us to be stronger and more independent if that makes sense because like most of us 
all of well even one sister went to school but she went for hair it's not like a college but we all went to college and my brothers didn't and um like just little things like that but then also we I wasn't allowed I'll just speak for myself I won't speak for my sisters but I wasn't allowed to get my license until I was 18 and they got their licenses as soon as they were 16 Hmm. and like little things like that where I'm like that's so unfair I want to make sure that I don't do the same things and like we weren't like I wasn't allowed to go out um well after I had Delani she would kind of like whatever do whatever you want but (laughs) before that I wasn't allowed to do anything and my brothers were and that's my biggest fear that I'll, I'll like I'll start being more protective over the girls because I know things that can happen and I and I know that a I not that I know that a boy can protect himself more but like it's less likely mm-hmm. but I still I, don't want to be unfair yeah oh yeah I get where you're coming from and that's really hard it because is. I feel like at the end of the day because just like you said, like, there are certain things, like, that, you know, girls are at risk for, and then there's certain mm-hmm. things, like, boys are, so then, unfortunately, you're, like, they're gonna be treated differently because of their gender. I know, right. I know, like, maybe other people might say, no, but you shouldn't, but it's, like, all right, but you kind of will, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, girls can easily, like, they shouldn't go out super late by themselves, like, they should go with other people, because there's a chance that they can get kidnapped, raped, whatever, like, it could happen to a guy, too, but it's, it's not as likely. likely exactly right oh man now we're starting to think and about that, that. And I'm like oh my god <laughs> I know and I just don't want um Olivia or Delani to be like how come you let him do it and not us and I'll be like because I always used to say that and my mom would just be like like not answering me she'd just like stop walk away like we're not talking about this and now I get it but I know she, didn't, she just didn't have answers yeah. And I mean, also, she's the parent. She kind of didn't have to explain it to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she didn't. Trust me, she didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, think... now now when we're older and we talk about certain things, she will. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I think she just didn't want to, like, probably piss us off more or just, I don't know. I don't right. know why. She was just picking and choosing her battles. And now that we're older and we're parents, I get that mm-hmm. because let's be like to me I don't think there are just certain things that I feel like you shouldn't have to explain to your kid like there are topics like yes I'll explain it to you and I'll tell you why but this is not a discussion that we should honestly have right now one because I feel like you're really not ready for it and two like you probably just won't really understand what what I mean or where I'm coming from you know because you don't have that mindset that invitational rhetoric in your thought process yet so yeah exactly just wait till you're older. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, well, we'll talk later. <laughs> talk in a couple yeah. years. And like back to the whole like trying to raise him to be feminist. I think that's important or at least get to the point where it's like respect. Because just like I told you a couple weeks ago about like the whole consent thing. I mm-hmm. saw something that like talked about how to teach your kids consent. And it's like obviously Eli is almost five. So it's you can't really say you can't really go into much detail about it because they don't get it. But right. But like trying to teach them about consent so that they don't think that a woman or any person owes them shit or like they can mm-hmm. just touch someone, even though that you think it's innocent, you don't know that person, you know. Right. 
it's just like learned practices and stuff like that, that you, mm-hmm. that we really have to try to instill in our kids. I know. And I love that you're doing it so soon though. Cause it won't be like something like when he's 12 and you start talking about it, he'd be like, what? Like, where is this coming from? Like, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll be like his whole life. He, he just knew. Right. Exactly. Like, especially like at the playground and stuff like that, I'll tell him, I said, don't, don't touch other people. I said, okay, if you're playing tag, I get it. But don't just go up and like touch someone, you know, or push them or grab them. I said, if you, or if you want to hug someone, ask them, can I hug you? And he does. That's good. So yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you don't know these other kids. They don't, you don't know how they're going to respond to it for one. And Mm -hmm. two, it's like, you're, you're just learning consent and in a simple way he's learning consent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important, especially nowadays. I know mm-hmm. when I was growing up, that was not a thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. at all. I remember one time, like, this little boy on the playground, I think we were, like, in fourth grade. No, we were younger. We were, probably like, third grade. But anyways, he went up to this girl, and he grabbed her hand, and he was, she was like, let go, let go. And he was like, no, you're my girlfriend. And they were boyfriend and girlfriend because he said so, and he grabbed her hand. <laughs> and they were, like, oh. holding hands all of recess. Oh my God. Wow. And yeah. that's so weird. And then like, you don't know. And here I am going off kind of like thinking way down the line. And I'm like, is he one of those guys then that you would see at the bar and he just comes by you and he puts his arm around you. You don't know him and it makes you oh, uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, like I feel like some, sometimes, not all the time, if you do stuff like that, like start holding hands with someone like just out of nowhere and then you grow up, like I feel like they would turn into one of those people that just, does that and think that they can do that and it's like sometimes people really have no bad intentions when they do that Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like they possibly could have bad intentions so that's why you don't want like you just don't want to tread that line or walk that line yeah oh it's terrible I I had that and I had some kind of conversation along the lines with like about that with another guy he was like I don't want to like force my boundaries or like try to do something a little bit that's that might not be welcoming from the other person because you know like now in this day and age I could easily catch a case like even though they say it's okay in that moment later on like they could be like no I didn't like that that was like abuse or something like that you know what I mean yeah and I'm like yeah I hear I hear where you're coming from like I'm not a guy I don't know that because I've never been in that situation but like I understand where you're coming from given yeah the time that we're in yeah but but also like I feel like women should also be empowered to speak up if there's really something wrong but if you're just doing it to be spiteful that's where it's messed up it is messed up and then that's when that's why people start questioning when people like when there's actual victims out there but um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's, just take advantage I agree it's it really is sad though you know mm-hmm. but um so since I'm not there has has pretty much everything in Wisconsin opened up seems like it I mean I don't really do much besides go to work or my mom's or like the grocery store or whatever but um the only thing that I noticed that has not opened up is like swimming pools are not opening up this summer mm-hmm. but there's like other like I think Wisconsin Dells opened up some of the water parks oh wow um, there's this 
there's this, I don't know if it's new, I didn't hear about it last year, but it's called like Fondi Aqua Park um, in Fond du Lac. That's like a huge water park that's opened up, but all the bars, and it's funny because like people that I have on Snapchat that all they do is go out for like so many months, like the past, since we were in quarantine, quarantine they were all in um, like they're not posting anything. And now that the bars are open, they're all posting that they're out again. So I think, I don't know how many bars or what bars are open, but um, it looks like according to like what people post, Mm -hmm. it seems like everything's opening up. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys not get it. It's not done. This is not done. And like, I just found out today that there's even a new strand of it. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't look into it because I stopped reading, reading the news on it because it was just, I don't know, being pregnant. I was just, I'm, I'm really scared to go into labor, but um, yeah, I stopped like wanting to stress myself, out, stress myself out about it. And my coworker today was telling me that um, her neighbor got it. And um, so she went and got tested a couple of days ago and um, before coming into work. She doesn't have it, by the way, but um. I guess she has like a new strand and she does have, I guess her neighbor does have like a lower immune system, but it's in the, like it's in the gut area now, not in the lungs or maybe it's with the lungs. I don't know if it's both, but I know she mentioned that it's in the gut area and that it lasts longer. She said her coworker has been sick for about a month. Jesus. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know the science behind it. I don't know why this is happening but she just said that um it's a new strand it's in the gut or it goes into the gut and it lasts longer the thing is is like with viruses anyways like the flu virus obviously like when you get the flu shot it's pretty much like it's not 100% effective it's only is protective of certain strands so it's a virus I, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that there's another one to be honest but yeah that just means that somehow they're going to need to find a vaccine that can cover both the strands of COVID mm-hmm. that are going around. And it's like, is this the end of the human race? Like, is this it? Oh my God, why am I talking about that? <laughs> and it's funny. I mean, it's not funny, but like, do you remember a while ago where I was just like, oh my God, we need a plague. And I take it back. Like, I wish oh. I would have never said that. Oh my God. How bad did you manifest it? Because it's happening. I think I said it like twice, but that's just because you know how Dwight from the office says it uh, when it but, was like too crowded. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I was like. I was joking. Okay. <laughs> God, take it back! I take it back. Oh my God! I yeah. like now that you told me there's another strand. It's like, oh great, here we go. I just, mm. I honestly feel so bad for people that are in the healthcare field that are just working tirelessly around the clock oh, I know I know oh. I don't know uh, I've, I've been I've been seeing a lot of stories about it I have a couple they're not necessarily friends but like people I went to high school with that I have on Instagram that they're nurses and I'm just like oh my god how, how do you guys do it but yeah I don't know it must be like you don't get you don't get a break nope um, I don't know if you get the Alverno newsletter from the college, but there was actually a nurse that was like interviewed in there talking about it and just like how she's saying 
people just aren't taking it seriously. And she's like, even people as young as 30 years old, like taking their last breath. So people like, even though like they say, um, it's usually people who are in poor health conditions. Like if you're elderly or if you're overweight, like you're so much more susceptible to getting it, but it's like, yes, but then there are healthy people that are like my age who are still dying from it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I know. And that's what they're, they're not getting that. I see a lot of people out and especially when we were still in quarantine, I would get so annoyed because I would see people posting things and they're like, Oh, we're having a quarantine party tonight. And then like, they would have parties at their house. And I'm like, do you not know what it, do you not know the definition of quarantine? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was so dumb. And this was, like, when it, like, was at its peak. Like, it, I remember it was, like, around my birthday. My birthday's in April, and that's when people were, like, we were we were in lockdown. So um, we weren't allowed to, technically, we had a stay-at-home order, and people were having parties at their houses. Oh, my God. That is the dumbest thing. Like, oh right. But this is, like, again, 23-year-olds. But still, I'm, like, my sister's. I think she's 23 or 24. I'm like, she was taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. There's just, I don't know. It's always those people that always are into like the clubs a lot. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I used to go out too, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, guys. Come on. Yeah, exactly. And I I was at the grocery store the other day and the, the bagger boy, like he was obviously like they're the masks are mandatory. Everyone has to wear them. So mm-hmm. he was like... Well, it isn't even like 100% anything like there are microscopic particles I can get through and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I hear you. I know where you're coming from. But at the same time, like, look at it this way. You have sex unprotected. What are the chances of you getting an STD or getting pregnant? Relatively Mm -hmm. a lot higher than if you were to use a condom or another form of birth control, correct? Yes. Okay. It's the same situation here. It makes the chances of spreading the virus or contracting the virus a lot less. Mm-hmm. so it's the it's the exact same thing like yeah. it's just a mask wear it the least you can do and people who don't <clears throat> wear the mask I feel like they're like they don't care about other people's health and I wear the mask because also someone else's health that could be at risk I don't want to have to think about that and worry about that like it's not it's I not know. my duty like I don't not my duty but someone else's health should not be my fault you don't want that on your conscience yeah yeah exactly so it's just like just wear the mask and Mm -hmm. did I tell you when I went to the gym yesterday like there was literally maybe less than 10 people in that gym wearing a mask oh my god oh you went back to the gym now but um sorry yeah (laughs) we'll talk about that after but yeah I go to a smaller gym now Mm -hmm. here um in Bayview but I personally don't because I try to go at hours that there's no one there. And usually when I go, there's maybe one or two other people there. Uh-huh. But um, there are these guys that when there are more people going, like yeah. when they're, cause it's very small. When I go on a quote unquote busy time, there's maybe a total of the most I've seen is maybe 10 people. And um <clears throat> So I, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty, but I just because I feel like I can't breathe. I tried it and I just couldn't breathe. <laughs> but um, there are guys that a lot of them actually that are, go to that gym that are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And um, they have like state cleaning stations at every, like almost at every machine. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, but it, like I would if I I would not feel comfortable going back to experience right now just because I feel like <laughs> people there don't clean as much. And Jose's been a couple of times, he's been there a couple of times and he was like, yeah, no one wears a mask. So he has not made it like a priority to like go too often. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I get when I like when you when I go to Target or when I go to the grocery store, that's when I get more mad. I'm like, there's no reason like you. It's not like you're huffing and puffing and you can't breathe. Why are you mm-hmm. not wearing a mask here of all places? Yeah. And um, like going off that topic so my coworker is telling me because she lives um in like Wauwatosa area kind of like um Brookfield I guess kind of and she was like I get more scared over there honestly and I'm like why she's like because I feel she feels like people are more privileged over there so they're not taking it seriously she says that she will go into a store and she'll be like the only one wearing a mask and people are looking at her like she's crazy. Oh my god. It's filled with Karen's, man. Yeah. And it she was like I go cuz um I work downtown. She's like when I go to like um um Whole Foods, like the one on Prospect, she's like I go down there and everyone has one. She's like it's just so crazy how different it is where people are a little bit more privileged. I feel like even though in Prospect people are like are privileged maybe they're just more educated or more I don't know it's it's so crazy but remember I don't know if you remember but like in Brookfield it was where they were doing the protest to go get their haircut oh my god yeah it is so not it, that like, serious <laughs> I know so it makes sense I mean when she told me that I was like dude I'm not even surprised oh my god mm-hmm. wow I right. just can't believe people are protesting haircuts a haircut like you're gonna survive it's not gonna kill you but you know what will Mm -hmm. kill you (laughs) coronavirus seriously I was I was looking at my eyebrows and I'm like "Mm, I want to get them done Mm -hmm. but I'm like I don't want to put myself at that risk for just to get my eyebrows done like forget it I haven't gotten them either oh my god it really is um I think it's crazy times it really is. I don't even know what I saw. I think it was actually like something online where it said, we're literally living in the middle of uh, a pandemic, a recession, and a civil rights issue. Like, yes, I saw I'm that. Like, I'm like, dude, no shit. Like, what a time mm-hmm. to be alive, you know? Right. <laughs> it's, I know. Um, there was another thing that I saw, though, too, that talked about like why things reopened. Pretty much the main reason why anything reopened is because we were dying as an economy. It has nothing yeah. to do with the virus subsiding or anything. It, nope. It's because our economy was in the hole. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, but like, I guess, I mean, I, I, I see that from a business standpoint. But then once you think about it, because the cases are going back up, so they're going to have to shut down again probably longer if people don't stay home and it's going to be just like a cycle yeah it is because we're not going to like we're not going to flatline this issue and that's Mm -hmm. what we're trying to do here but people just don't want to do it at home yeah Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to go to places when the like there are a lot less people too Mm -hmm. like I'm just like you like when I went to the beach last weekend I like needed to get out of the house so I went to the beach and um I went though when pretty much it was sundown almost 
So yeah. it wasn't like it was earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm maybe that sounds terrible. I don't know, but no, I mean I, it's for your mental yeah. health because I was, I was getting super depressed, um, like around, like t- like towards the end of April because I hadn't left my house. Like I would go walks around my neighborhood, like around my block with the girls, but like I had not gone anywhere, not even to my mom's house, not even like I was just at home, and then I wasn't working, so all day every day I was in my house and it was cold and like so I couldn't really leave half the time and I went to my doctor for one of my appointments and she was just like like I get it I I get you're scared she's like we're all scared she was like but you need to take care of yourself she's like if you need to go walk around Target take your mask take your hand sanitizer and go Mm -hmm. she was like if you need to go to your mom's you know be precautious but go she's like it's not healthy for you to stay home and then just you know be crying about it and I was like oh you're you're allowing me like I thought I just couldn't leave and then I would that's why I would get so mad when I would see people having these parties because I'm like I'm here struggling with this mentally and you're not like for what if other people are not caring and still spreading it yep that's exactly it and it's yeah. it's sad and it's messed up all at once. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I just really wish though that it would just it would just end. I <laughs> not know. not like people's lives or anything, but I mean like it would just get better. More shot for a vaccine, yeah. Yeah, I know. I work at a school, and we don't even know yet if we're gonna open up again in September. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, because I was talking to my boss about um, uh, maternity leave, and we got into the topic, and I was just like, "Well, I don't know. Like, I kind of wanted to come back. Um, I wanted to take longer than six weeks because that's all I took with Olivia." And she was like, "Honestly, she's like, you can come back whenever you want." She's like, "But me, I'm telling like my advice is just don't come back until second semester which would be like January February mm-hmm. and she was like I don't want you to stress I don't want you to like because I guess things if we do come back to school it's going to be so different where like classes aren't allowed to um like because we used to have this thing where like the eighth graders read to the first graders that's not going to be allowed like to mix the classes up Mm-hmm. Um, no one's going to be allowed in the office and so they're going to cut hours anyways and then like it's just so it's going to be so crazy and then supposedly I heard I don't know if it's happening here but um, I don't even remember what state it was but some schools are going to like open up in the fall but then close down after Thanksgiving because that's when the flu season starts hmm. And then they're not going to come back until, like, January, February. And I'm like, this is so back and forth. Mm -hmm. There's so, like, there's so much unknown. Yes, exactly. And I don't know. I feel, I feel as a parent, I would not want to put my kid into school. Like, but Mm -hmm. then again, like, there are people that are, like, essential that need that, unfortunately. You know, like, their job kind of, like, depends on it. Child care is not free. Like, you can't just get a nanny pro bono or anything. Like, right. you feel bad for those. I feel, I really feel bad I for really those do. people. This yeah. is a stressful situation. But, um, mm-hmm. 
when was it like two weeks ago I had went to an elementary school because I was like okay I want to sign my son up for preschool mm-hmm. and um she said okay well we can do there's this thing in Florida called VPK where it's like it's um it's an educational program for kids that are like preschool age and you can either put them in head start or like this VPK program so I was like okay I want him in that one the classrooms are smaller like nine kids um so I was like okay and she said well I don't even have any kids in that class right now so the sooner you get them signed up like the better and it's like you probably don't have any kids signed up because of all that's going on so Mm. and because like Florida is such a hot spot for COVID I'm not gonna send him there like I'm not doing it I can't I can't put him at risk I really can't you know I know I don't blame you I would probably I wouldn't either yeah like if Delani school asked me if they asked me what I want I probably won't send her yet Mm -hmm. no and all right. So after we had technical difficulties, who knew this was going to be so hard us being this far apart? Like, come on, technology. First world problems, <laughs> though, right? <laughs> I actually thought it'd be harder than it actually has been. But this is just our first trial. So we'll see. I know. I know. It, no, it's going to go good, though. We're going to keep we're going to keep this up because we miss our audience. We miss oh, bringing yeah. people good stuff. That's the thing. Yeah. Um. So back to like, COVID and quarantine what's the what has been the biggest challenge do you think or what have you and what have you learned hmm it's a good question biggest challenge I think has been finding things to keep Delani busy without having to be in crowds Mm. Um, because I'm still trying to be precautious with myself in the pregnancy and then Olivia and well obviously Delani but um Delani hates it and she says that she's at the age where she says that we don't ever do anything and um she hates being at my house and that kind of thing because her dad takes her to do all kinds of stuff oh geez and yeah we we got actually got in a little like argument at the beginning of quarantine because um he was still letting her have sleepovers and then I would get mad at her and I mean it wasn't technically her fault even though she knew that I didn't agree with it and um he was just like not not that he wasn't caring he just was just like I guess how most people were at the beginning like thinking it wasn't a big deal and um so like that's been like the biggest thing is just finding things to do like um, I've been trying to take her to the lake more often, but again, just like you said that you took Eli last time, but you went like towards sundown. I did that last, when was it last Sunday? Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm trying to do more things, just her and I, especially before the, the new baby comes. Cause I feel like sometimes Olivia keeps me so busy that Delani doesn't get a lot of attention. Um, but yeah, that's been the biggest challenge. And something that I've learned is, let's see, I guess based off of that, I kind of already knew, but I'm like learning it more is that Delani really doesn't want me to like, it's not about spending anything. She just wants me to be with her. And like, as as much as she acts like she's like so much older now, she still needs like that attention. And, um... So that's been another thing that's, kind of, I guess, kind of like a struggle, but finding the time to just be her and I. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's it. What about you? Um, I think 
the biggest challenge for me as a mom is just like you said, pretty much like trying to keep them not necessarily entertained. Eli does a very good job at entertaining himself, which is great. But because he does that so well, and I feel like he's so isolated, I feel bad because he's not socializing because he loves other kids. He loves getting out and I love taking him to parks to play with kids. Like Mm -hmm. his, he calls his stuffed animals, his friends. And I feel bad. Like it's cute. But then I'm like, Oh my God, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, you Um, so that's what I really feel bad about. Um, but then for me, the hardest thing is trying to make sure that I'm staying active because of the fact of the matter is, is like, because I'm stuck at home, and when you have depression, like you're okay with isolating yourself, but mm-hmm. you know, it's not good. So I find oh, yeah. myself a lot not leaving and I get comfortable with that, but then I get sad, mm-hmm. even though I know why it's that way, even though I know why I'm sad, it's because I'm not doing anything. and I'm not staying active. Yeah. Um, so that's been the challenge. Yeah. But what have I learned? Um, yeah, probably... And also being in isolation far away now that I'm not in Wisconsin, it really makes me value and reach out to my friends a lot more because Mm -hmm. I know that no one is in close proximity to me. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I talk, I I feel as though I'm talking more to my friends, like I'm talking to you more. I mean, we still talked on a regular basis when I was up there, but I feel like we're talking a lot more now yeah um same thing with like with my other friend too like I'll FaceTime and stuff like that so it's like I'm really yeah I think I'm just making sure to connect and value those uh loyal friendships that I have you know yeah yeah that's good Mm -hmm. and that's really healthy too I feel like having good healthy friendships is very necessary like you really need those Mm -hmm. absolutely because I mean it's just like people just they go through those motions and then it's like, or they just check in to say, hi, how are you? And it's like, I feel like if you don't talk to someone for a while, it can be kind of hard to really open up and let them know how you have been doing, whether it's something really great or if it's something like you've been feeling really down. Because mm-hmm. cause then you just like keep the, the conversation so superficial. It's like, yeah, I've been good. How are you? Good. And then yeah. it, like, that's pretty much it. It's like, what the fuck? Where's, where's the, um, the substance to this, to this conversation? I know. <laughs> I know you know but Mm -hmm. I think it's an interesting time that we're in that we're going through this but um I hope that we make it out of it (laughs) we will I think we'll do I mean we'll be fine I want to think positively it's not going to be that bad but I'm glad that it's like not just for you but I feel like for a lot of people I would see that it made them appreciate just the people that are in their lives because we couldn't see them like mm-hmm. um, my dad's birthday is April 1st and mine's April 14th. And like for our birthdays, we like we take for granted that I every year we go to his house, we say happy birthday, we have a cookout and that's it. But like this year, we couldn't even hug him for his birthday. Oh, and yeah, we did. We went. I mean, my sisters and I, we did like a drive, um, a drive by birthday for him. And we like had Las Mañanitas like blasting for him and he was so funny because he like you were like are you crying and we were just joking we didn't think he was and he was like he like wiped his eye and he's like I didn't think I was but I guess I am and it was the funniest cutest thing ever because like even throughout everything we were still thinking about him but 
yeah it it really is has opened my eyes especially to be like dang like you couldn't even hug people that you and it's not like I've told you this before my parents and I we don't hug like we, mm-hmm. we aren't huggers. yeah but the fact that we weren't allowed to and we couldn't it was just like wow like why did I take those hugs for granted and um so I like go to my mom's all the time now but it's crazy yeah and maybe that's I hate that a pandemic had to bring us to this you know to value those relationships Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's like desperate times call for desperate measures you know like that's exactly what it is but uh, hopefully like everyone just comes out of this healthy like everyone that's close to me everyone in there I mean I hate to say it but it's just like you want everyone to come out healthy but you know that there's going to be people in the world that won't yeah you know but I really hope that everyone that I know around me doesn't get this or they just come out healthy that's the that's the main thing Mm -hmm. and of course we ended up like chatting for the longest about about COVID I know (laughs) oh my goodness but at least we can make this a weekly thing where we can get together and chat because there's more than enough topics that we can bring up. I'm so So, excited. I know me too. So we're going to have to keep bringing our, our amazing audience and lovely listeners, great things to come. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode of millennial moms. Bye. Bye.